Really an interesting announcement out of American Airlines on Tuesday. They came out in about 10 days in advance of the earnings report and ramped up revenue expectations and said their RASM, their revenue per available seat mile, is way, way up. Uh, that means that I guess fares are up and people are paying it, and that's probably good news for DFW Airport. And then United came out and is looking into the future. They're going to boost their international travel aggressively for the summertime. So advanced bookings must be up. Sean Donahue is the CEO of Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Hello, David. As always, great to be with you. Well, thank you. So, you know, I so the layman, I look at these signs and, and I see – one of the things that I see is business travel must be back because if if American is is being able to charge top dollar for fares and everybody's paying them, a lot of that must be business travel, and a lot of that international travel is probably going to be business. We would agree, David. I we we don't have the insight, obviously, that American does, but we have been pleasantly surprised at the traffic volumes so far this fall. They they have definitely exceeded our our plans. We're, we're still carrying 225,000 customers a day out of, out of DFW. And if, if what I'm paying to go see my kids in Boston is indicative of how the airlines are doing with their yield management, they're doing really, really well. Yeah, so 225,000 a day, how does that compare to, to normal times, say 2019, I guess, or the last normal times we've had? We're within two percent of 2019, so we're we're we've recovered effectively back to about 98 percent. So the body can, the people uh, are there, but what about the flights? Because it sounds to me like they're 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 running at at full capacity, but the operations are still down, aren't they? They are. I, I, to your point, I noticed in Americans' guidance yesterday that, or I might have seen it somewhere else, the the number of flights is still, you know, it could be 5 or 10% below 2019, but the revenue is exceeding it. So obviously the average ticket price is much higher. And what we're seeing at DFW, as I'm sure you've reported on, there is a pilot shortage with regional carriers and therefore we're seeing less regional flights. But in many cases, we're seeing American upgauge into mainline aircraft and jets that used to be regional. And So and more, so more seats so available. More seats um, is the outcome of that versus more flights. But that impacts you, doesn't it? Don't you get paid on takeoffs and landings? Well, we we charge based upon just our operating costs. So whatever it costs to operate the airport is what we bill um, the airlines. So it's not it's not dependent on customers necessarily. It really is more based upon operations. You had in 2019, you had become a a significant international hub finally, and of course, a lot of that just disappeared overnight. Right. Where are we now? Is it back? It, it sounds like Asia is beginning to open back up, and I know that was a big port. It's interesting. We we are back. Uh, we're probably slightly higher than 2019 on international, but there's been a reallocation. To your point, traffic to Asia is still down from 2019. We don't have Hong Kong. We don't have Beijing. We don't have Shanghai. 
Tokyo is opening, which is great news. But what has happened is we have more European flying and clearly we've got more flying down to, to Mexico. And so overall, the international pie is slightly higher than 2019, but it has been allocated. And South America, is that still a factor? Yes, South America is still doing well. And we've been pleasantly surprised, David. In the last year, we've had Turkish come in for the first time to Istanbul. We've had Finnair come in for the first time from Helsinki. We have had Iberia come in for the first time from Madrid. We've got American starting Auckland service here nonstop in a couple of weeks. We've got Qantas starting Melbourne in early December. So it's not just new carriers. It's our established partners flying to more destinations. And and still more to come. Do you have the capacity to take more? Oh, absolutely. We never <laughs> turned down more service. Well, though. I know that. But, I mean, yeah, you, you got to the point where you were talking about building a new terminal out there. And, and I know that's a, that's a long-range plan. But you had some short-term, and you had some pretty creative ways to create gates, you know, on the short run, too. We we chose a bit of a different path during the pandemic. We kept moving forward with our, our big capital projects, and I'm glad we did. We, we added more gates in the international terminal during the pandemic. We just added five more gates in Terminal C. Those were built off-site, and we transferred them over uh, across the airfield and installed them. Um, so I'm glad we we did those projects. We also announced about a year ago that we're going to reconstruct Terminal C, which desperately needs reconstruction. So we're we're going to keep moving forward. I get asked about F all the time, and we're we're still talking with the airlines about F, but it will be different if we come to an agreement. It will be different than the the project we talked about three or four years ago. We'd probably do it in stages so that we, we meet the demand, but we don't get too far ahead on our skis. Either. Well, can this off-site construction be incorporated into a new terminal, too? Were you, were you, were you pleased with that, the way it went? Oh, David, it, it was a home run. It, uh, it shaved about six months off the time of the project. It reduced the cost by 25%. Any chance we have in the future to construct new gates, we will use this prefabricated model, build it on site, but a non-secure side of the airport, transfer it over. It, it's absolutely the way of the future. I, you know, I, this is one of the many reasons I'm not a CEO, but if somebody came to me and, and proposed that, I think I would shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the most bizarre things I've ever heard, but I'm glad to see it works. It, it worked fantastic. So when I go to your website, the first pop-up I see is, we're hiring which is a familiar refrain in, in business, but you're, 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 are you having trouble finding people? Just like every other company I talk to, we're, we're struggling finding people. You know, I'm doing employee town halls this week. I just finished one up and uh, our vacancy factor is 18%. Normally it's about 10 to 12%. And clearly there's a lot of people that have decided not to come back to work. In the workplace, there's a lot more churn, so we're we're working through it. Um, but do we have you know more openings than we historically have had? Yes, we we do. And every other company I talk to says the same thing. In your case, I would think public transit now connecting from both Dallas and Fort Worth 
might help you in, in getting people? It does. DART and Trinity Metro definitely uh, helps. But David, I'll also tell you, it's a pain in the butt sometimes to work at an airport. You know, if you drive out and the majority of people drive out, you're in a remote lot, you take a bus, you got to go through security. It, it's hard for those employees. So um, it, it makes our challenges sometimes a little bit uh, greater. So tell me about uh, about the plant out there. I, I see all sorts of development all around DFW Airport. I know you've got lots of alliances with restaurants and bars. What's the latest? What's new? Well, we've got some great uh, announcements we're going to make at our board meeting today. And uh, one of them is a former German basketball player for the Mavs. I think his name's Dirt Nowitzki. Ah, the uh, big German. Yep, he's going to open up a bar and restaurant in DFW next year, so we're really looking forward to that. And then on a, a more serious but equally impactful note, uh, we're partnering with The Bridge. I'm not sure you're familiar with The Bridge in I Dallas. No, intimately, very, very, very well. We're going to open up a bridge uh, retail uh, location. Some of the proceeds are going to go to helping uh, the bridge in, in their fight to uh, against homelessness. And then they have a partner in Fort Worth called Upspire. And uh, we're going to work with Upspire and have some of the folks they're trying to help actually work at the uh, location here at DFW. So we got some exciting news uh, that we're sharing today with our board. Sounds like you're staying busy. Sean Donahue is the CEO of Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport, which Fill in the blank. Ranks as number what in the number two? Number two in the world. What? Yeah, we're the second busiest in the world now, David. What, is Atlanta number one? Yes, they are. Well, <laughs> I grin. I'd say that's pretty good. Congratulations! I think you need a raise. For for more of our conversation with Mister Donahue. Go to krld.com slash CEO. David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.